This is Agents Influence Podcast. For a typical seller or business leader, being fearless right now is, hey, I'm going to record a video of me talking about a topic that's of interest to me, and I'm going to put it out on my social media channel and let people consume it and see what they think, right? Even that act of putting yourself out there, using a visual medium like video, it can have a real big impact. But it is also, it's a little scary for people, but little things like that can start you down that path of being fearless and starting to break out of those constraints you've been feeling in the past. And it can be very liberating once you get into it. A lot of people find, yeah, your first video is always your worst, but your last video is always your best. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Agents Influence Podcast, conversations with who? Jason Cass, that's me, your host. And I am really excited about today that we are here with Tyler Lassard. And uh, I, this is going to be a good one for you guys. We're going to talk marketing. We're going to talk visual storytelling. We're going to talk video. We're going to talk new age stuff. And I'm really, really excited of who we have on. You're going to learn a lot. I promise you, you're going to learn a lot. So, so get ready for this. I'm really, really excited. Before we do, before we do, I want to remind you about WeGotYourPodcast.com. WeGotYourPodcast.com just got another great um, agent out of Kansas who has reached out to us because he's really strong in workers' comp. He's got a game plan to how he's going to elevate his game. He has online work comp and how he is going to generate interest so that he can build what? Authority inside the niche that he serves as an independent insurance agent. There's a lot to be learned from this, and I appreciate you. I won't say his name because he hasn't released it yet, but he contacted us yesterday. He started investigating this around the summer, and he's now realized the impact through other agents doing this, and he's ready to pull the trigger as of the first of the year. You got time. COVID's allowed you to have a little bit more time than you did before. Create some content. Build some authority. Create some stories. Give it visual to people. Make it exciting because you and your business – is exciting. I promise. We got your podcast.com. Tyler, how are you, sir? Hey, Jason, I am great. Thank you. And really appreciate you having me and, and love that introduction because in today's world, authority, engagement, earning trust with our buyers, that's what it's all about. So super excited about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Things I heard a guy say one time and I'll butcher it. He said, the things I'm trying to build in life is trying to save my time. So I'm trying to build as much time as I can Mm -hmm. by being efficient. I'm trying to build the money that I can to give me maybe the time that I want. And I'm trying to build authority. And I heard him say that about seven or eight months ago. His name is Preston Schmidley. And I thought to myself, that's really cool because I always hear the time and money thing, Mm -hmm. but you don't really hear somebody talk about building authority. And it's crazy how our society has progressed that it's that important. It it, it really is. I mean, having authority, building a community around that and having the trust of those folks, which I think comes part and parcel with not only having the authority, but leveraging it as an asset. That's what helps you be efficient and grow in the future because it creates this foundation that becomes this self-perpetuating organic motion. And more and more folks who come to you as an authority 
help you grow your business faster than ever. And it's it's all about creating efficiency and scale uh, through a foundational authority. So I love it. Perfect idea. Yeah. Totally. It's the Gary V story. And it's, I say Gary V because everybody kind of knows him, but the dude gets on there and talks about wine on YouTube. Everybody's like, why is this dude doing right. this? You know, sometimes uh, um, uh, Jim Rohn said, if you find out what 95% of the people are doing and do the opposite, you will be successful. Right. And there's a lot of us that are successful. How many times do our family say, why do you write that blog? Why are you making this video? Why do you spend your time podcasting? And it's like, I'm building authority and you might be wanting to have the life that I have. <laughs> That's just part of it. Just so. <laughs> anyways, anyways, let's get on this. Tyler, appreciate yeah. you this and let's get right into this. Are you an iPhone or a Droid user? I'm an iPhone user. Wah, wah, wah. What's the last app that you downloaded? <laughs> oh man, it's, uh, I don't know, uh, Among Us. It's a, a game so I could play it with my kids. That's the most important apps for me today. Things that keep me connected with my kids. <sighs> I ask this to every guest that's ever come on here. I'm getting overwhelming in the last four, five, six months. That is the answer. So and so for my kids, or so and so for this. You know, I swear I haven't done a uh, scientific study here, but I'm telling you, I hear that a lot. That's crazy. Um, do you love to win or do you hate to lose? I hate to lose. Absolutely. Yeah, hate to lose. Yeah. You're solid on that. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm. You know what? I I was asked on my last podcast. There's one thing I would change about myself. What would it be? And it was, it was being more ambitious and wanting more to win. But I reflected on that afterwards, Jason. And now that you mentioned, uh -huh. it, I reflected. I said, I don't really care that much about winning, but I do care a shit ton about losing. That's awesome. <laughs> everybody's different. You know what I mean? Every Everybody's different. And I love that. Last question, I promise, until the end where I got two that are even the best All of right. every one of them, is two things got you to where you are in the world here at uh, Agents Influence and luck or skill. What would you say has been a bigger factor in your life that's got you to where you are? Well, if I have to pick between those two, I will say skill, skill and experience. Skill and experience. Well, that's good, and I and I agree because if I've, anybody has seen some of your uh, content creation, you know that there is a lot of skill there. Besides all the uh, the corporate or the um, the professional steps that you you did, but you can just totally see that. Take us back to college and fast forward us here, so we can see that skill. Bring us so that we can relate in two to three minutes. Bring us forward to where you are now. That's a long story. I'm an old man here, but uh, going back, uh, <laughs> you know, 20, 20 years or so, I was uh, a graduate of the systems design engineering program at the University of Waterloo. So I actually have a technical background. And mm -hmm. out of school, I started at BlackBerry, which some of you will remember as yeah. the originators of the smartphone. And I started off as a software engineer there, but uh, slowly migrated away from being a developer and found that I was much better working with people. And I became a developer relations manager where I worked with third-party developers to help them, to support them, to educate them on how to build great mobile apps. Gotcha. Uh, to our initial, initial question here. And uh, mm -hmm. that, you know, it's, it's sort of a long story from there, but that propelled me further into this world of, being an evangelist, working and partnering with other organizations, ultimately becoming a marketer. And uh, fast forward to today, I'm now the uh, VP marketing here at Vidyard, a uh, technology company providing uh, video technologies for, for both marketing and sales teams. And I absolutely love what I do here as a marketer in the tech space, where much like we started the conversation, I love to tell stories, I love to create content that moves people, I love to build community. 
And all of that is ultimately about helping people be successful in what they're trying to do. And that's what gets me up in the morning. Yeah, I love Vidyard. Uh, Vidyard is what I call it, Vidyard, but I love it. Um, I've been using it. Marcus Sheridan talked about it in a um, in an event. It was probably three years ago yeah. now. It seems like two years ago at Elevate. Yeah. Um, and he talked about it and I was like, hmm. And I liked it because I'm a creative person that it allows you to put the link like in a Gmail message and it will actually it populate the thumbnail for you. And so I'm the kind of guy that can take advantage of that, right? Holding up signs, trying to get people's attention yep. so that they click on it. And at the time, there was probably others out there. I don't yep. know. Maybe there wasn't. But at the time, I was like, I, I just thought that was fascinating. Yep. So that's awesome. That is so awesome. And so, I mean, some of um, probably a lot of my loyal listeners, they probably know Vidyard and some don't. I know Chris Green, who is the flood guru um, yep. out of Alabama. He just did a special partnership with uh, uh, Vidyard, which I think is great yeah. because he's a, he's a beast out there when it comes to flood and uh and I'm really, really proud of him for that. You guys got a great partner there yeah. in what you did there. So so, so we've. if anybody goes out and they start looking at your stuff and they start looking at it, you're the marketing leader, you're the author of Visual Sale. I want to talk about that. You're a podcast host, fearless leader, uh, fearless 50 marketer. Love to know about yep. that. Telly Award winner. And then it says no junk mail. So tell me, tell me first of all about your book. What do you got here? How long has this been out? And the author of Visual Sale, what's it about? Yeah, the Visual Sale, uh, it's hot off the press. It just came out uh, about three weeks ago now. And oh, wow. uh, I actually co-authored it with a gentleman you just mentioned, Marcus Sheridan, who has been a friend and partner and mentor of mine. Uh, for a number of years. So it's all coming together, Jason. It all is. I now am thinking about the thing that Marcus is doing. Yes. Sorry. I'm slow. Hey, no, that's, yes, that's uh, great. So. And, and, you know, Marcus is an incredible man and uh, incredibly smart in this world of marketing and sales. And we partnered up to produce this book on how businesses, salespeople, marketers can leverage video in today's world. And the timeliness of this, of course, given we are now more virtual than ever, um, you know, we're working remotely, we're marketing and selling remotely, and we need to find new ways to connect with people. The, you know, yes. the, we can't build authority with written content and boring emails. We have to put ourselves out there. We have to create our brands. We have to tell visual stories. We have to communicate with people in more trustworthy and, and personal ways online. And, and that's really what video is all about. So the visual sale explores all of that. It's a super practical book on how to use video in sales, in marketing, in general business leadership, um, how to create a culture of video within your business or within yourself to make sure that you are the kind of person and you can evolve to be that that looks forward to hitting that record button instead of resisting it and being afraid of video. Um, so it's really exciting to have that out there right now. And uh, we're seeing some really, really tremendous feedback on it, again, particularly as we head into 2021. And a lot of folks are trying to figure out how do I make video a core part of what I do next year, knowing this virtual business world is going to continue? So I love video. I'm never scared to stand in front of a camera. I'm one of those people. But one of the things that I remember Marcus said at that event, uh, this is just off the wall, made me think of some of the stuff yeah. after you're talking, is he said that one tip was for people to make sure that they want to hit a chord is if he goes to a place and they're going to record some video, mm -hmm. He, as the person starts to speak, if they make a mistake, they have to keep going. Right. 
He said, I make the person go through the whole thing. I didn't ever do that. And so when I started doing video, I started making myself go through it. And I started realizing how much better I was mm -hmm. because my brain was hearing the end of it, right? My brain was going through that flow. Um, and so that was something. Sorry, that's just a little side thing that I, hey. I love. Mark Marcus is a great guy. And he's... Yep. He's got an amazing story. Yeah. He really, truly does. He has a wonderful family. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Marcus Sheridan fan. Brought into my life by Ryan Hanley. So, so okay, let's talk about this for a minute because you've said something a couple times. Um, the blog, yeah, the bore, the boring blog. <laughs> the blog, you know, it used to be for SEO purposes. Yeah. Maybe it still is. Yeah. Is it maybe become? Tyler, let's break it down for a minute. Has it maybe become the vehicle that carries the content like a video or of a podcast? How would we talk about that if it's boring? Where is it still relevance today in your mind? Yeah, so um, I will say that the blog doesn't have to be boring. Uh, right, most are, frankly, but but you're absolutely right. The way that, that a lot of content marketing evolved uh, was through the written word and through the corporate blog, which was... Um, you know, an, an output mechanism for creating written content to drive with an SEO search engine optimization mindset to say, hey, if people are searching for a topic, I want to make sure I have something that answers that question or addresses that right. and I get authority with Google and they're driven to my site to engage with that. And absolutely 100% blogs, written blog content is still extremely valuable and important. And I would not tell anybody to stop doing that. I agree. However, if your entire content strategy for engaging your audience is written blogs, then you've got a little bit of work to do. And I think that's where a lot of people have gotten stuck because that's how it evolved and that's their sort of status quo. But the reality is more and more people want to engage with video content. They wanna to listen to audio content, right? Very meta for here we are on a podcast, right? They wanna see infographics. They want to download reports. They expect their expectations are very high these days in terms of being able to interact with different forms of content that's most appealing to them. And so what I encourage marketers to be thinking about is the written blog is fabulous. Um, a, absolutely, it can now also be a vehicle to deliver other rich content. So your blog posts can absolutely feature videos, can uh, you know feature audio content, but there are also other channels in which you can deliver visual and audible content. If you're creating videos to answer those same questions that people are asking, those videos can absolutely go on your website. They can go on your YouTube channel. They can go on your social media channels. They can be repurposed in lots of different ways. And so what I'm seeing a lot of folks do now is focusing less on, okay, I need to write like a whole bunch of blogs and saying, what are the main topics that I wanna tackle? What are the main questions I wanna answer? that will help me educate my audience, build my authority and earn their trust. And now let's address those topics and answer those questions through multiple different ways and saying, I'm gonna write a blog, I'm gonna create a video, I'm going to do an interview with somebody and put it out on social. I'm gonna activate it in a number of different ways and own the answer to that question. And more about focusing on that quality and depth as opposed to spreading yourself thin across written content. Own the answer to the question. That was uh, one of my top three choices um, um, to, for the title of this book, uh, or book, podcast. Uh, the loyal listeners will know, obviously, because you hit play, but I love that. You know, 
own the answer to the question. The question is being asked. When I first started in insurance, a lot of loyal listeners, probably the same way, Tyler, and I say I came in and I didn't even have a license. So I was only allowed to do certain things. And I remember the first day, the gentleman that started my number one mentor this day, Mike Beard, he sat me down and he said, Jason, your job is to answer the phone. And I thought to myself, I said, this is my first day. I, I don't I don't know the answer to anything. Right. He said, there's only 10, ans- 10 questions that people are possibly going to ask you. Once you know those 10 answers, those 10 questions, you're good. I remember it was like my second or third weekend, Tyler. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and I'm talking to this lady on the phone and I'm kind of talking to her about coverages and things. And she says to me, she says, boy, how long have you been in insurance? And I kind of froze up <laughs> and I said, uh, oh, why? And she said, because you seem to know everything that I'm asking questions to. So you, you must have been in a long time. And I remember that gave me this confidence. Yeah. This gave me this like, wow, I'm an expert in something. People see me that way, right? And, and, and that's what's manifesting itself in everything that you're talking about, yep. everything that you're talking about. It's that powerful, yep. you know, um, can make you the expert immediately. Right. You can compete against someone who's got 20 years in the business and you could know more about them or at least be perceived yes. to know more about them. Right. And that, so how does, yeah. Vin, how does, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and that wonderful woman, um, when you want to make sure when she calls you, you've got those answers. When she searches on Google for that question, you're giving her the answer. And when she searches on YouTube and finds a video that it's your handsome face delivering that same answer, right? And that's that power. When she's on social and her Facebook feed, something comes up related to that, that's got to be you. And that's that power of owning the answer to the question across different channels, across different platforms and through different medium. And it's hard to do, Jason, I, I fully appreciate that it's not easy for somebody to think, geez, right. you know, I'm okay with sitting down and writing an article, but oh, man, like if you're telling me now I've got to record three different videos, I got to start my own podcast, I got to like design graphics, like Tyler, you're blowing my mind because that's going to take me all year just to do one topic. And right. I think that is the big thing a lot of us need to get over because it is not as difficult as most people perceive it to be. Um, you and I right now are producing a piece of both visual and audible content. Um, and, you know, we, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want to spoil it for the listeners, but we did very little preparation, right? We no. came in, mm-hmm. we hit record, we have a valuable conversation that shares information, and then we productize it. And it can be that easy. And I think that's where we need to get people, um, you know, all of you need to start thinking right now of, of like, let's just get going. Let's give it a shot. Absolutely. And I think those are the best conversations when you're walking down the hall and you see somebody you've been wanting to talk to, or you see them across the room. When you stop and you have that immediate immediate conversation, it's so impactful. It's the first time. And that's why in... 500 and some of these, I don't like having pre-meetings. You know, we talked for what, five minutes and it was just like, Hey, let's go, let's go on this. Now I want to talk, um, and moving it just a tad bit when we're talking about video and delivering this through these many different forms, how does Vidyard fit into that? How does, how did Vidyard become the, the company that it has become doing what it does? Yeah. There's a few different things that, that we're doing right now that I think become really interesting. One is as you do start to create more and more video content and you're putting it on your blog, on your website and pushing it out to other channels, um, it can start to become a challenge both from an overall just managing those video assets uh, when you start to do more and more of it. And also thinking, well, 
this is now a core part of my brand, right? This video content is how I'm representing myself on our website and on our digital properties. And um, just like my written content, I want to make sure I'm delivering a really great experience that I can know who's interacting with it. And if you're using YouTube to host and publish your videos exclusively, um, you, you don't get that, right? You don't get the ability to control the experience, to you know, customize the way people interact with it, to track who's actually engaging with it. And um, so that's the first part of what we do is, uh, you know, as a video hosting and publishing platform is as you are putting those videos on your website and other places, we help you make sure it's centrally managed. Uh, we help you customize gotcha. the playback experience and, and give you more, um, you know, rich data behind the scenes on, on how people are interacting with those. It's really kind of a business grade version of a YouTube for hosting and managing your videos. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. I did not realize that, Tyler. I'm glad I asked yeah. you that because I use it and have forever, but I just have the little Chrome extension right. that I always grab. I'll say a little quick video and I send it to my team. Right. So we use it much more internally. Yeah, so that's like uh, part two of what we do. See, so many things are coming yeah. together here, Jason. Good thing we're having yeah. this conversation. I'm telling you what, I'm saying this is great. <laughs> so we've had, um, so that's something we've been doing for, for 10 plus years now is, is, a, is an actual video hosting solution. And then to your point, we um, a couple of years ago, we launched a tool which um, can act as a Chrome extension, there's mobile apps, um, there's just a web-based app that makes it really easy for anyone, even Jason, to record and send a custom video uh, right from their desktop, uh, right from their webcam, do a screen capture, record it, send it to somebody via email, um, or once it's recorded, you can it's in your Vidyard account, you can put it up on your website or wherever else it needs to go. And you know the reason we invested in that was we found more and more people were starting to want to create and share more casual content that wasn't about, hey, there's stuff I'm putting on my website that I'm recording, I'm doing some basic production on it, editing and, and publishing it out there for the world to see. But there's lots of times when I wanna record a quick video and send it over to a prospect or to a client or to a colleague uh, to explain an idea, to show them something. And uh, you know that's becoming more and more common these days. So that's been a really great part of our of our business. And again, we're finding people in all walks of life, again, whether you're a business owner, a seller, a marketer, uh, having a quick tool that you can record with your webcam, with your smartphone, with your screen share, um, publish that video, send it out in an email, post it on social uh, is becoming more and more important. And, and that's what uh, that's what we're focusing on right now. Better, mega, better megapixels in the camera and a mixture of Vidyard allows for this. Yeah. One of the things we have been um, very short in the last 10 years as videos exploded, podcasting, blogging, are those specialties. Mm -hmm. You know, the, people are graduating with bachelor's degrees in marketing and they don't have a clue to do these new things that we're doing. Right. And so, and they're not necessarily prepared. So the cost of that is so high. Or a business owner, it's my own time, which I have a cost to that, yeah. right? And that is the mixture, I think, of what Vidyard comes in here and allows that for easy bang, bang, bang. And also on the other side, 
the consumer appreciates that. I mean, they, they like that production and it better be funny. And you can be like, wow, they produced that. Well, that was good. But, um, I do, they do like those just one-offs. I mean, that's why Facebook and Instagram stories work, right? It's those little bitty 20 second bam. And that's, 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 that's fantastic. I, once again, loyal listeners, I have just always used the Chrome thing and I've got my library in there and hell, I, I bet you I've probably got 300 videos in there cause I've been using it since Marcus told me yeah. and they're, and they're probably majority 30 seconds to minute and a half long, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. That's uh that, that's good stuff. That's good. So, so tell me here, what's this fearless 50 marketer? What does that mean? I've never heard of that before. That was uh, so. Some people out there may know of a, a company called Marketo. They are a marketing automation platform. They compete with those okay. spots and others. And uh, Marketo was uh, recently acquired by Adobe, and uh, but they uh, launched a program a couple of years ago called their Fearless Fifty uh, Marketers Program, which was a global program to identify. Uh, you know, recognize and then activate uh, marketers out there who they felt were truly embracing that idea of being fearless in their approach to marketing. And it was really part of their, you know, their push for all of us to, to, to think a little bit bolder, right? To, to break out of our status quo and say, you know what, to change, to change what we do, to change our business, to change the world, we have to be a little bit more fearless in how we approach marketing Mm -hmm. and selling and try new things and embrace change. And anyway, long story short, uh, I, ended up getting recognized uh, in their initial batch of fearless 50 marketers uh, from around the world, which was an incredible honor because it was alongside, you know, CMOs at Fortune 500 organizations, marketers that I, you know, absolutely um, admire and have followed for a long time. So it was a really nice recognition. And, um, you know, it was largely came from the fact that, you know, we are a a small marketing team. I'm, you know, a, a marketing leader here, but we're always trying new things. We're always pushing ourselves to be creative, to engage our audiences in new ways and to never sit and rest on status quo. And, and it was a good recognition of that, that uh, I'm very proud of. I think every business owner can, can, uh, can learn from that. And the fearless part is so essential, yeah. right? Because like, that's about the difference between you and I, we, we are, st- I don't know about you. I, I get on speaking stages, mm-hmm. right? I got 500, a thousand people in the room. I'm scared. Yeah. My nerve is, I don't want to call it nerve. I'm, I'm, what do they say? They say that you, you go from worry to being anxious to being scared, right? I'm right in that anxious part. I'm like, ah, and people are just like, dude, you're so calm, cool, collective out there. I'm like, nah, I'm just really good at not showing it, right? But I also have known that, um, and, and, and in today, Tyler, exposing yourself is so much easier. Like people know that like, you're exposing yourself. Let's not make They're that not the title like, of this episode. Exposing yourself is easier than ever. Let's, let's stay away from that, maybe, Jason. But to your point, while you're laughing at me, uh, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Because, uh, and it goes back to like for a typical seller or business leader, being fearless right now is hey, I'm going to record a video of me talking about a topic that's of interest to me, and I'm going to put it out on my social media channel and let people consume mm-hmm. it and see what they think, right? Even that act of putting yourself out there using a visual medium like video, it can have a real big impact, but it is also, you know, it's, it's a little scary for people, but it, little things like that can start you down that path of being less, uh, you know, being fearless and, uh, and, and starting to break out of those, you know, um, those constraints you've been feeling in the past. And it can be very liberating once you, once you get into it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. some people, a lot of people find, 
yeah, your, your first video is always your worst, but your last video is always your best, right? You get better each time, right. you get more comfortable. And at some point, a lot of people I, are always telling me, like, I'm so glad I did it because I actually love creating and sharing these videos now. If I was teaching somebody about video and how to do it, I, which I'm not good at that, I'm just saying, one of the things that I would say is it helps build structure when you're more familiar with something, meaning mm. um, if it's if there's a thunderstorm and we're an insurance agents, right? And there's a thunderstorm headed this way to make a short video that says, hi, I'm Jason Cass with the Insurance Alliance and just wanted to let you know that right now here's the time and there's a storm coming in and we just want our community to be protected. Right. That gives me a sense of they're, I know they're going to be interested, right? Because that's one of our things, right? When we're making videos, we're thinking to yourself like, who's going to watch this? You know, and, but we know they're going to watch it. It gives us structure to kind of know what we're going to talk about. Sometimes I see people who are just starting video and they want to sometimes talk about complicated right. um, topics that they would have a hard time doing that in three minutes if you're face to face, yeah. Yeah. right? So, so sometimes um, it's Memorial Day or yep. if it's 4th of July, those are the little things you can lean yeah. on to make them short to the point and make you feel comfortable, yeah. right? I think that's a little bitty nugget yeah. we could give somebody. I love those, those like micro topics. And then uh, what I also see people doing is using articles, blog posts, news items, again, as catalysts to create those short videos. Uh, you know, what mm -hmm. some of our own folks will do is when we publish a new blog post, yes, we do still do those boring written blog posts. Uh, they'll <laughs> record a quick video. Sometimes it'll just be them talking into the camera. Sometimes it will be a screen share video with that blog post actually up on the screen and their faces in the corner. And they will talk through, they'll be like, hey, you know, it's time Vidyard here. Uh, yeah. We just posted this really great article on A, B, and C. And I just wanted to highlight one of the things that really stuck out to me was this. And, um, you know, and then one other great thing and takeaway from it that I thought was this, if you're interested in checking out the whole article, you know, see the, the post for the link or check out my email, um, but thought you all might find some value in that. And then let me know in the comments what you think about this or whatever it is, right? And those can be just great ways to activate things that are happening in the market, news, articles, and, you know, those, those can go a long way to, to building your profile. So good. And you can sometimes use people who not use them, but you can help other people with their content by showcasing yep. that. And we know connections build relationships and relationships give us opportunity and opportunity gives us skill or luck. But okay, let's wrap this up, Tyler. So I, I, I want to, I really do appreciate you coming on. And I, and at the end, we like to ask two personal questions oh and they're not like real personal, but you know, it's, it's a little bit more, uh, a little bit lower altitude than sometimes our win or lose yeah. thing. Um, you know, I, I forgot to, uh, sounds like my phone's going off over there. I think I forgot to put it on silent, obviously. Sorry about that, loyal listeners. But whenever we, um, leaders are our readers and readers are leaders. And I know that you're a leader, so you must be a reader. Um, besides your new book that you probably had to read 700 times as it was going through editing and you're tired of it. I've been there, done that, Tyler. What are you, what are you reading right now? Yeah, I'm, uh, so I'm not actively reading a, a physical book, so to speak. I am in between a couple, but you know what? Recently, I have been spending more time reading non-core uh, business-related publications and getting back into reading things like science fiction and uh, other genres that appeal to me personally. Um, I'm a big Kurt Vonnegut fan. I'm a, I, I, you know, there's, and and what I've found is they've 
they go such a long way to almost like grounding me, inspiring me a little bit and making me think through different ways that I may want to communicate my ideas and stories as a marketer or as a business leader. And I think sometimes well we, we don't appreciate that enough. We spend too much time having reading books about other people telling us how to do things um, as opposed to things that sort of inspire us and we can use as a reference point to go, this person knows how to tell an amazing story and I love how they did that. I'm going to apply that to what I'm doing in marketing and sales. So that's something I'm trying to spend more time doing these days is, is some of that personal personal reading to inspire me again on those fronts. To, to inspire you and show you things, right? I've noticed I bought a drone in the last year and I love, I notice now watching movies, right? That I'll like, I'll see drone work. Right. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey, that would be a good idea, right? And then I'm out there doing drone work. People are like, man, you're really good at yeah. that. And I'm like, nah, I just got that off a movie <laughs> two nights ago. I came out here and blew it, you know? But but anyways, oh, <laughs> uh, hey, and, and when it comes to that, when it comes to TV, I know sometimes a lot of people don't watch TV, but today people get their kicks on Netflix and they spend their time on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Some of them get their boo. You know, they watching Hulu. Tyler, uh, what are you watching? Even if it's a little bit, what do you watch? What's a show you've watched recently? You want to tell the world? Uh, about? Sure, I'm in close to the end of the first season of uh, Ted Lasso, uh, which is a tremendously funny show, which I'm grateful for because uh, I, I don't have enough laughs in my life. <laughs> we can all use a good laugh now and again. It's been um, I highly recommend Ted Lasso. It's you know great lighthearted comedy that uh, that that I've really enjoyed this year. Tyler, wrapping up, anything last minute you want to say? Yeah, I just want to say thanks for having me here, and, and thanks for all of you uh, you know listening, and you know with some of the things that we talked about here. Just you know challenge yourself to to think a little bit differently. We're we're going into a new year, depending on when you're listening to this, but it's a great opportunity to say, yeah, you know what, I'm going to try a couple of new things here. Um, you know, obviously I'm a big pundit for video, but ultimately it's about just as you're marketing and selling, look for new channels, look for new ways to engage your audience, um, build your personal profile as best you can. And, and that'll go a long way as you, uh, as you build your authority and trust in the future. So good luck with that. Tyler, one more thing. Where can they find out uh, the visual side? Uh, find out where can they find it so they can buy it? Obviously, Amazon or is there a website that tells them more? Yes, about sir. It? So the visual sale, you can find it on Amazon. Uh, you can also go to thevisualsale.com. We've got a great little website for it. And uh, finally, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Tyler Lassard Vidyard, and you know you can find more info there. And uh, I share lots of you know best practices that I can related to video and business in general. So feel free to connect with me there. Awesome. 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 Loyal listeners, I hope that was a treat for you because you know what I do. I do it for you. And I want to bring people like Tyler who um, are outside the insurance industry, but yet are inside the industry because their ideas are the ideas that we have. The wants, the desires, understanding how to build that visual story is so impactful. And there's there's so many of us, thousands of us. According to iTunes, Google was over 30,000 agents a month that are listening listening to this podcast. And why that's important is, is we're sharing those ideas. You've thought about blogging, you've thought about video, you've thought about podcasting, no matter what it can be, as a different way to tell that visual story. I highly encourage you to get the visual sale. I have to admit, I have not read it, but I'm just telling you, if you've read Marcus Sheridan's book before, and Tyler, is this your first book? It is, yes. Yes, okay, so yeah, I'm just wanted to make sure. Yet, Jason. It's your best one, it is, it's unbelievable. <laughs> 
so far. So loyal listeners, that's what we try to do. We try to bring that to you. Remember, tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Cass. He's been Lassard, and we are out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.